That's your girl, Quincy. We are here with Saul. <laughs> How has Gail oh, made you? Don't get me crying. <laughs> we are here live at the SAG Awards. lesson motherhood has taught you to be honest studio i'm Q. the cue in the studio all right cutie it's different world thanks for coming thank you for thanks being for letting here. me know you it's a meant to view with shit over here this is probably the best interview i've ever done and you're such a great interview oh my god this is honestly the best interview I've had in months. I'm hanging out with my booskies. Studio Q, baby! Studio Q Show. What's going on? It's your girl, Quincy, host and founder of Studio Q. And today, today, I am going to be interviewing actress Janora McDuffie in celebration of Pride Month. Um, if you are watching this live on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. If you are watching this from Soul TV, shout out to my brother station, uh, Soul TV. Thank you for um, welcoming me as a partner and streaming my stuff live. It's great to uh, be able to get to know all of your followers. Um, and if you are watching from my new Facebook page, yes, 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 my new Facebook page, because my old one, Facebook deleted, okay? It, uh, but now I have a new one. And you guys, it started off only had zero followers. Now I'm close to 300. So thank you for following. If you haven't uh, followed al already, please um, like and follow. It's uh, facebook.com slash studio uh, Quincy. You glad I'm, you glad I got, hi Angel, you glad I got a new Facebook page? <laughs> you know, I really didn't feel like it was mine because I posted so much, so many TikToks throughout the pandemic um, that it felt like somebody else's. So, you know, today is a very special day. I get to interview Janora McDuffie in celebration of pride. You guys know me. I've been going live every week on, um, it used to be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but Child, I got tired. So now it's just Wednesday and Thursday. Whitney Wednesday on my For the Love of Whitney page, as well as um, Thursday when we just talk. I tell you behind the scenes stories and stuff on my Studio Q page. So without further ado, I see my girl Janora in the green room. Okay. And we're about to add her to the stream right now. Oh my gosh, it's Janora. Hey, Quincy, so nice to see you again. And hey, it's so much better. I was so sick that last time I interviewed you. Oh, you sure did have that nasty cough. Well, I'm so happy you are feeling better and we get a second time together. Yes, we get I'm, a second I'm right time. now um, reposting to, to have other folks join this live. I, Girl, I give you so many props of keeping consistency of beautiful content. So keep on keeping on. For real, thank you, Janelle. Because yes. I know how hard it is. I I, yeah. I know the challenge. Um, so the the world needs good stuff, and good stuff regularly is the key to continuing to grow. So keep at it, Quincy. That listen, that warms my heart. And listen, full transparency, I did not plan 
on interviewing you again. Not like I would never interview her again, but when, when I spoke to you about, you guys, let me give her a proper inter introduction. This is Janora McDuffie. She was the voice of the 94th Oscars, the voice that you heard saying all of the uh, beautiful names and winners of the Oscars was this beautiful woman right here, like a black woman, you guys, okay? And Juneteenth was yesterday. So hey, we got to yeah. celebrate you. We got to celebrate you. Hey, I appreciate the flowers, yes. Yes, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Even in 2023, it's a major deal. Um, also, she was recently in Praise This, which is a Will Packer film, stars uh, Chloe Bailey. And you guys all know uh, Chloe's sister who was in, um, what, The Little Mermaid that just... Did you see it? I, you know what? All transparency, I have not seen it. However, yesterday, one, I can't wait. Yes, um, it's beautiful. I understand the importance of, of her as a black, young, beautiful woman portraying Ariel in, in that role. And I saw her and her sister in person yesterday. Chloe held it down on stage at the Juneteenth celebration here in LA. She not only did a Tina Turner tribute singing What's Love Got to Do With It, looking beautiful. Wait, where was it? Was it at the Greek Theater? Where was it? Greek Theater, yeah, yeah. And her girl Kamala was there giving, giving words um, and, and even had Joe Biden and Jill piped in to, to just share the importance of Juneteenth. Yes. And yes. yeah, LA showed up, including Chloe and her sister, Hallie, was in the audience. And oh so my goodness, look at you, bringing us that VIP backstage, <laughs> you know, <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> so you guys, uh, Janora, she worked with Chloe Bailey on Praise This, which is a Will Packard movie. It starred Chloe Bailey. It's, it's currently streaming on Peacock. You can catch it. She was excellent in it. She's an actress. I mean, some of you guys may know her from way back with her story arc on Grey's Anatomy when she was a social worker. And, you know, uh, what, what was the guy who was um, Meredith's husband on there? That's when we... Derek. Yes! Yes, yes. Yes! So you was back there when everybody was glued to, glued yeah. to Grey's Anatomy. I you was know? a social worker when they adopted that little beautiful black baby and I Yo, gave them the baby. They lied. I took the baby back. So I was all part of that storyline. <laughs> but before that, uh, which I got recognized for last night at the Juneteenth celebration is really a beautiful uh, uh, before it's time uh, project that I feel like kicked off so many things, positive things in, in my life and this journey here in LA. And it was my Black and Sexy TV um, part in their world. Black and Sexy TV, that's a shout out to Numa Perrier and Dennis Dortch. They started that long ago. It was before web series were big time things. What? They had a world. Let me tell you, they had Hello Cupid. They had um, Chef Julian. Those were the two that I was on. And all the people that you see, well, not all, people, but so many people got their start from there. Javicia Leslie, who was the current Black uh, Batgirl, the one that was on CW, she was started out on Black and Sexy. Numa just uh, finished um, Shucks. She's directed so many things since the creation of the beautiful baby of Black and Sexy TV. She just had a rom-com to be released on Netflix. Uh, oh. Uh, so where, where where could you watch this back in the day if it was pre, pr prior to web series? Black and Sexy TV. They had their own uh, Black and Sexy TV. I, I think oh, okay. It. So it was on the internet. Okay. It was on the internet and you got a subscription to it. Nice. And so for me to be on that, I was, it, it, 
consuming content on the web, like as your regular, I think is a generation before me. So when I got the Black Sex role, I was like, uh, all right, I'm not working it this second. I'll do this uh, web series. But it turned out folks watched that. Really? And talked to a lot of millennials. They don't have TVs or because this was maybe about 10 years ago. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. not having a TV now is something that's a bit more common. But back then, you just, I just thought you watched TV. Yeah. yeah. You're watching the web and black and sexy TV was where it was at. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. So if you want some good content uh, for us, by us, then. Mm-hmm. And check I that love out. that. Well, th- thank you for giving us the background of where you really got, you know, notice, noticed. Well, what's interesting is I did that after Grey's Anatomy. Really? I sure did. But so I did it after Grey's Anatomy. I went to, oh, Quincy, I wasn't, we talking about pride, not, not my journey as an well, actor. Listen, but listen, <laughs> in order for us to get to the pride, we got to know who we talking to. Okay. Because that's a, that's, that's who you are, but this is who you are too. Well, what's really interesting. Thank, thank you for, for giving me a platform. Just then just yeah. ramble and talk. Um, What's really interesting is I was on Grey's Anatomy, like I said, end of season seven, beginning of season eight. I'm part of the storyline. I thought that was my big break, Quincy. I thought that that was when it was just about to happen. And when it didn't happen at that time, I was crushed. I was so sad because I thought, shucks, how does this industry work in that case? You do work to get better work. Yep. Or just to, to to something, it leads to something. And when it led to, for me, crickets and silence, it just really took me to a, a dark and lonely place. That's when I kind of moved to Long Beach a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's when I decided to say yes to moving in with my now wife, because I won't leave in L.A., but Grey's Anatomy or what I mm-hmm. thought in my mind was supposed to happen after Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of took myself slightly out the game. And it was only when I was deciding to peep my head back in is when I met Numa and Dennis. It was at the LA Film Festival and they had a panel, it was a Black people panel, mm-hmm. sponsored by HBO. I showed up by myself just to all right, I'm going to get out the house. I'm going to peek my head back in. Saw some folks I knew. They invited me to the after party where I think HBO had open bar or something. So, you know, I'm (laughs) no intention of networking. I was just going to be a a fly on the wall and drink my uh, open barness. (laughs) But I was recognized for my time on Grey's Anatomy by Dennis, I believe, or or both of them were there together. Mm -hmm. They said, we just wrote a new role on our web series and we think you would be perfect to to, to be. Well, no, the reason I love this story is because first of all, that you prefaced it with what you thought would happen after Grey's Anatomy. And I don't think that that is something that nobody, I think that's a common thing. Who wouldn't think that? Even if you you got that the first week you got to LA or the fifth year, people would be like, well, it's about to roll out. So Black and Sexy really is a pivotal point because you basically was depressed after that. You were down. How did you, how did you deal with how did you deal with being down? Because I think that speaks to a lot of people in LA. A lot of people who going after their dreams and they do get something and then it goes dark for a minute. Well, uh that that's a great question because. And it took me a very uh, dramatic moment. 
Because I feel like I have answered that question in several different ways. And it really depends upon the point of, I don't, I don't think there was a complete pivotal, like, this is the moment I'm out of the darkness. Yeah. I think it was just a gradual getting mm -hmm. up. Yep. Um, I think part of it is surrounding yourself with people who see you, remind you who you really are, um, why you came to LA in the first place and, and, and the level that exists that's even deeper than what you've even reached so far to get back up again, instead of people who are just like, yeah, man, I don't know how it works either. Or I can't believe blah, blah, blah. Like you don't need those people in your life. You need the people yeah. who really see you and lift you up. So I think the power of my tribe really helped. The power of my foundation and my family, my mm. mom they were like, girl, when you coming home, boo, you know, you gave it a try. No, they yeah. were definitely encouraging as well. And I really appreciate them for that. Yeah. Time by myself, prayer. Come on. Good Lord. Come on. Come on. That's, that's real talk, Janora. Because I feel like I, being an actress has been on my heart ever since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And so... I don't think that the Lord would have put it on my heart in the way it's been on my heart for it not to manifest. Look at that little girl. She oh, look at that. Oh, Quincy. <laughs> look at her. Um, look at her. That's what she was doing. That's what she was thinking. Did she want to be an actress back then? Yes, she did. Yes, she wow. did. Wow. Look how beautiful you are. Oh, thanks. Just thanks. Like you, with them same two pigtails that every black girl got. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Classic hair back in the day with the little ponytail. Bone. I know, but listen, you have some long yeah. little cute ponytails. Okay, I see. I, I see that good her, that good her. H U R. <laughs> well, I wanted to when I spoke to you. Now that I've you know got a, a great you know introduction to what some of the things that you've done, including you know a height that came down and had to resurgence. Because I still remember about the grateful, uh, the gratitude board versus the uh, vision board, which is which yeah. is amazing. And we'll, we'll talk about that. But when I spoke to you the last time in the interview, the thing that I left with outside that you were amazing and your journey and the praise this movie was so good. I was like, okay, how did this black woman, okay, born in the South, let me show this, born in the South to, with this beautiful family. Oh, you okay. can't. Today. Born in the South, how did this black woman born in the South meet this white woman who, where's she at? Meet this white woman who is a police officer. Yeah. Okay. When we done went through all kinds of things with Black Lives Matter, she's from the South and she's gay and it's Pride Month. I said, well, it wasn't Pride Month then, but I was like, I got to find, I, you know, I can't do it right now because we're talking about praise this. But in, in Pride Month, I'm bringing her back to find out because your family seems to still be like loving and supportive, but you're from the South. You're Black. I feel like God is in your life. So, you know, a lot of Black people with the conflict of the church, you know, then you're not just with a woman, you're with a white woman and you're not just with a white woman, you're with a white woman who work for the police department. Ma'am, that's the, that's the interview. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> Start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I have checked off all the boxes. I need a book deal right now for our story. A book deal or a reality show, right? Seriously. <laughs> yeah, she's not just on the police department. She's on the SWAT team. Like, <laughs> Right? She's the second woman ever in LAPD history to be on the SWAT team. She's currently the only woman up there right now. Uh, yeah, she's a bad bitch. She's uh, amazing. 
What's her name, Layla? Oh, Layla, yes. Layla. So that's Layla. Layla. Uh, okay. And we have been married. Actually, our anniversary was on Sunday. June 17th. Seventeen. So we've been married for six years. We, oh yeah, we've uh, dated six years previous to that. So we've been together total almost 12 years. We run yet this whole DJ MC thing because she loves music. She's got a lot of soul to her. And uh, I love to run my mouth as our interviews have always gone so long. It's all good. It's all good. Honestly, don't don't feel bad because listen, my standard is an hour. And many times I go over in my lives and in my interviews. So (laughs) feel comfortable. (laughs) Hey, well, um, let's start from the beginning. How did you even know that, you know, that you, uh, were, were, were gay that you, you know, or like, did she did, tell us your story? You from the South. <laughs> you got a story, ma'am. I have a story. And so again, my dramatic pause is which, which route am I taking you to, uh, to the, to the, this is, my first interview. this is my first interview celebrating pride month or anything, but it was mostly because of the curiosity of all the layers of your story and the yeah. fact that your family still seems to be so loving and 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 your wife and you see, I was like, if I'm gonna interview anybody for Pride Month, it's gonna be Janora. Well, I am coming with all the pride. I'm coming with yes. all the pride because I do believe that there is power and visibility. We talked about earlier the power of representation. Yeah. As a black gay woman, I honor the intersectionalities of our identity. So I want to represent them all for whoever's out there who's questioning or not sure if they could do it or if they see themselves in the world. So I show up um, as an obligation and a proud responsibility. And I also realize that I'm not just showing up for that young person or even shucks, our age still there's a struggle Mm -hmm. Uh, and I get it rooted in religion, maybe, or or, Mm -hmm. or where you're from or what you thought your life was supposed to look like or be like. Yeah. But I also do it for like that teacher or that parent who might be straight, but has a gay kid in their class or in their family. And you don't understand, but you know, you like me, you know, you love me. So let me be an example of someone in this world who is kind, compassionate, and living a, a beautiful life as a woman. And that's just one component of who I am. Exactly. So, But the country we live in, the times that we live in, you know, even trying to reverse Roe versus Wade, even trying to come for, you know, uh, the marriage and everything, the act or whatever. Like, so I just, I just want to know your story of, of maybe, I don't, you know, like what, what you're willing to share not just about standing up and talking, but just your own personal story in terms of being from the South. I just think I keep saying that because the South is so strong when it comes to religion and mm-hmm. and and what you better do and what things have to be. And I didn't grow up like in the South, but I went to Clark Atlanta. I went to school there. So I got to, you know, experience just a, a little bit of it. And um, you seem so proud like I think I saw on your Instagram your nephew was like happy pride month auntie oh wasn't that nice yeah I was like look at this so yeah. tell us something Janora tell us your secret well um, my my so secret is James not to interrupt but my, my secret yeah. really is James and Nora so if you wonder how I got my name it's my parents my daddy James and my mama Nora um they oh hey daddy um 
Hey, mama. <laughs> it is them. I, I know we, I'm influenced so much of who I am by the South, love to represent from the South, for the South, especially my hometown, Durham, North Carolina, and specifically my neighborhood, Old Farm. Every chance I get it, uh, every time I get the chance to talk, shout them out, I do. But I also want to recognize, just like Black folks aren't a monolith, neither is the South. And you do have people who are free thinkers and, and, and not even necessarily free thinkers, but put love first as the thought. So sure, um, my parents never saw this coming and probably <laughs> wanted something different from me, to be honest. Yeah. But because of the love they have for who I am as a person in this world and who I am as their daughter, that has superseded all of whatever society has put on there. And I know that, I mean, I can't break down the Bible like some folks can, but I know the God that I serve loves me and loves all my gay brothers and sisters. And so I um, I think people have used religion to weaponize so much and we know that the best is black folks, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think the same thing for the, the gay community. And so if you watching out there and you feeling some kind of way, God loves you, God loves you. And I know that because I know he loves me. And um, so how did I get all of that? So, so um, I don't want to, a couple things. One, I never want to take for granted though. I talk about James and Nora and being from the South because I know that so many people, whether from the South or not, have a different story. And I know yeah. that I'm privileged to have yeah. that unconditional love. So I definitely want to recognize that. And I also recognize that my journey is different as a feminine presenting woman. I walk in a room and you don't say, hey, that's that gay girl. And, and all, nope. all of a sudden come with whatever stigma or stereotype you have toward mm -hmm. me. Now, you might do that when I show up with my wife. <laughs> she ain't fooling nobody. But. Um, and ain't. <laughs> no. Uh, so I often have to come out, like when I'm in new circles of. of wow, so you have to keep coming out. Have to keep coming out, which is wow. interesting. Which is it? Which yeah, is interesting. Yeah. But I, um, let me rewind. Let me make sure I'm not skipping a step. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I dated. I dated men in college. I'm a late bloomer. I uh, wasn't until I moved to California that I experienced this whole realm of women loving women in such a beautiful, powerful way. A lot of when I was at that point, I considered myself, or I would, I don't believe in checking boxes, but if I had to check a box, I checked lesbian because I felt like that was easier for people to understand. Because oh, I felt like when I came out, this was back in 2010, it really, it was only Wanda, like as an as a, as a actor or a performer or someone in the limelight. And nobody oh, else. Wanda Sykes? Is that Wanda Sykes. Sykes. Well, okay. yeah. Wanda Sykes, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, so I felt like it was easier not to give my whole uh, sexuality is fluid story yeah. or I'm bisexual story. It's just easier for me to show up and you kind of can understand who I am if, if I present that way. Mm -hmm. Now I am so proud to see images like of Shucks, Tessa Thompson, Janelle Monet that embrace the sexual fluidity of life. And I say to people, I'm not gay, I'm free. But <laughs> that doesn't go over well either. But 
my, my, cause, cause I don't ever want to deny the power that I oh, have. Yeah. It doesn't seem like you do though. It seems like you embrace, embrace it. Yesterday I saw Jay Harrison, the, the brother, that, oh, the, the non-binary person who won the Tony. Oh, the Tony. Right, right. For some like it hot. And they were asking about, um, the whole non-binary, uh, arena and how do you go about elevating that in the awards show circuit? Yeah. So that was the question and it, the interview went on, but he talked about showing up in spaces as the fullness of himself. And it's not his responsibility for you to understand what he's doing, but he's gonna be him, his full, beautiful, amazing self everywhere he goes. And, mm -hmm. and the box is for you, not for me. So, as I continue my own journey of being my full self, mm -hmm. it's really interesting. This this whole nother world of of fluidity, or I don't know. There is no box. Mm -hmm. But okay, Quincy, yeah. take the long road, girl. But going back, yeah, I was on Grey's Anatomy, and when I was on Grey's Anatomy. I was approached by Ernest Winborn, who was doing a web series called No More Download TV. And he had gotten the male host. And at that time, it was Jonathan Plummer. Jonathan Plummer is the ex-husband of Toni Morrison. It was, it was um, she had written... Um, Stella's Groove? Stella's Groove. got a groove back. And yeah. remember, she fell in love with the Winston. Yes. But Winston, that was the real one. That was her, that was her real, it was based off of him. It was based off of him. And so, you know, later on it came out as like, you know, this was great, but. I, I remember, because she did an interview with Oprah. I remember that. Yeah. It was a big deal. So he was the male host. What? And so for a female host. And at the time, I was out in ladies circles in LA, but not really doing anything back home. And this, he asked me in this case that No More Download TV is about out and proud uh, Black folks uh, or people of color who are living beautiful, positive, productive lives as gay folks. So it was just about okay. being out, being gay. And he asked me, who was only out in the circles I was in. So oh, okay. it was a chance for me to be like, who are you going to be in this world, Janora? Are you going to pretend to be somebody else? Or are you going to take this amazing opportunity showcasing you as a host, mm -hmm. but as well showcasing you um, in, in, in this space? Wow, what 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 did that do? Like, how did that set with you at that time? Well, it was scary because mm -hmm. here I am, campus queen back home in North Carolina. But mm -hmm. campus queen or not, if that that's really how I make hard decisions. Who do I want to be? And mm -hmm. so at that time, I did not want to be like this flake or this um, uh, conflict. I don't want to say conflicted because. It, still had levels of being conflicted, but this, um, there's a word I'm looking for, but not the person I wanted to be. I wanted to be authentic. And, gotcha. and so if that's the case, then let me take a step in that direction. Mm -hmm. so that was that. Okay. Fast forward. 
our show. We are in Jet Magazine. That's how long ago it was. It was a Jet Magazine. Not Jet Magazine. <laughs> in Jet Magazine. It was a big deal. Yeah. Um, my work on the show and my work on Grey's Anatomy and being mm-hmm. out, uh, I was on Advocates 40 Under 40, which is a huge honor. Uh, Advocate Magazine for the, your uh, well, how do you go from only being out in your circles to Jet Magazine? <laughs> you and advocates, I'm like, that's the biggest double Dutch jump. <laughs> so I don't think, I think part of it was, I just never felt like those worlds would intersect. So being, being out in LA, I never would run into people in the industry unless they were out too. Gotcha. Or, or going home, I'm just going home to my family and sitting mm-hmm. on TV with my mom and my dad. We are that good family from the South where we don't, where we talk about things, but not too deep. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, enough. Basically, you were still covered. Even yeah. Though, even though you were out, you weren't out. Yes. So the time that I did become out, out across the land mm-hmm. was my producer at the time encouraged me to put the 40 under 40 article on Facebook. Cause again, it was such a great honor. Now Facebook back in the day didn't have all our parents. And it <laughs> a aunties. No aunties up in there. Um, but again, do, do I want to be, do I want to live by a, a, a double standard or do I want to, to be the person that I know that I can be? And yeah. so I challenged myself and I put it up there and um, my auntie or parents didn't see it, but my sister-in-law did. And she shared it with them. <laughs> Lord, what was, what so was that, that conversation was, like? It, there's so many layers. And we hadn't even gotten to my white cop wife now. We're All I thought about was, I wasn't even thinking about the part that you were gay. I was thinking about Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. And we got <laughs> to arm, black men being killed by police officers. You know, like, I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So, all right. So fast forward. So now I'm out across the land. Now um, I go, this is a few years later. I'm at a uh, house party of women who like women. And it's in this, LA? In LA. In LA. Yeah. And because I had been out in this circle for a while, I was like, man, I know her. I know her. Only person I don't know is that white girl. So if that white girl asked me out, I'm going to go. And uh, at the time, the DJ was my friend. And this is a this is a beautiful introduction to to Layla in the scene. Okay. Layla gets there early with her friends. The DJ is set up outside. It starts to rain. She's the only person that helps the DJ inside. So that's the kind of person that she is. So Mm -hmm. her and the DJ get to be friends. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that tells the DJ, because the DJ's my friend, like who I know, like, girl, we didn't see these people. (laughs) So because she had made friends with Layla, she was like, my friend is checking you out. I think you should ask her out. Okay. So that uh, that is how Layla asked me out. And uh, I wish I could say the rest is history, but there is an asterisk by that because it kind of is the rest of history. But this is an important part of our story that I also like to share um, because it, it, again, speaks to the journey and, and speaks to doing what's really good for your soul and not good for society or good for mm. 
So during that time, I met another feminine brown woman who I just thought was best thing since sliced bread. Layla kind of faded to the back. I went out with this woman. And let me tell you, the woman, it was easier because we showed up somewhere and automatically we're not the gay couple in the room. Maybe we're friends. Maybe mm -hmm. we're roommates. Maybe we're more than friends. Who knows? And then I also didn't have a layer of, of, of challenges that uh, interracial relationship brings. So mm -hmm. I didn't have those things with this girl. Mm -hmm. But the other things that I didn't have with the girl are the things I had with Layla, which are the things that make a relationship stick and the things that transcend all relationships, no matter what um, race or gender. She mm -hmm. was not just kind, but but she stuck to her word. <laughs> yeah. she, man, there's nothing I ever have to worry about when I'm with her. And even when I'm without her, I know that I'm taken care of. So she comes with the non-sexy stuff, mm -hmm. but the real stuff that makes a relationship. So mm -hmm. Layla came back in the picture. Oh, Quincy, I'm telling you all these. <laughs> so, but, but there's one more story in this. Um, okay. That's how we met. Okay. That's how I knew what was really important in a relationship. Mm. And, the, and the physical things that I needed to let go. To mm. Because I know every, every woman at some point writes down what they want out of a partner, right? Mm -hmm. And it changes over time. Cause I think in high school, I, were, I wrote like a car, <laughs> fresh kicks. <laughs> are you kind? Are you, are you a person in your word? That kind yeah. of thing. So she checked off all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, so Layla, the way that she was the one, we went out on a date in the second round of, of being together and I was driving my brother's hand-me-down car I, my, my other car had gotten into a car accident I'm the youngest of four I'm a little bit on the spoiled side and I'm loved also by my siblings so he sends me his old BMW now I old in the equation was not uh something on my mind I just saw BMW yeah. <laughs> girl that BMW had like 200,000 miles hot mess but we had just parked at my apartment and gone mm -hmm. inside. Lo and behold, Quincy, that car caught on fire. Are you serious? Yes, it caught on fire. And so I lived in the hood, but I, as an actor in LA, you have tons of roommates mm -hmm. or you, when you finally find a place uh, before you make it, it's probably in the hood if you don't because ain't nothing in LA cheap so I was so excited to have my own place but yes it was in the hood but in the hood if there's always somebody walking down the street and your windows are always open mm. so we were inside and we heard oh sh well, oh shut yeah that car is on fire and I knew it was mine <laughs> my car oh my gosh you knew it <laughs> I panicked I dialed 911 yeah. Um, but of course they put me on. No, no, no. Wait. You know who I called? I called my dad in North Carolina. What's he going to do? What's, what's he going to do? What he's going to do. That's when, you know, that's when you know you're a daddy's girl. What are you going to okay. do? So I'm panicking. I'm dialing my daddy. Layla, by this time, has already jumped out the house. Quincy, she jumped out the house, grabs the neighbor's hose, puts out the fire, talks to the folks that finally come. I have never left the house at this point. <laughs> I'm too, I'm, you know, I got a one-woman show going on about how I feel about this car on fire. 
But she comes back in and she says, I had to work tonight, but I'm taking off because you clearly need somebody and I want to be that person. So between her heroism of putting out this fire and her tenderness of being like, I really want to be there for you in this way, game over. So that is, that is, I want to know how you leave Brown Girl, how, you know, when, when did the light go off? And leave Brown Girl. What Brown Girl say? And 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 how? And well, was just like, okay, you're welcome back. Well, it just imploded. It it, it just it, imploded. Imploded. it just wasn't right on many. Yeah, levels. that that that's a relationship. I'm so glad that it worked out. When you want to talk about a bad relationship yeah. you know, during that month, then you can call me and talk about that. But for Pride Month, <laughs> um, so it never was like, bye, Layla. I'm gonna see you later. I just kind of, you know, how you just yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. stage left yeah well it was valentine's day that had come about she called me out the blue and she was just like i just wanted to know if you had plans tonight and by this time me and the other girl were were done and i didn't have any plans and i said yes i said but i can't promise anything because I, I did not want to be that girl who was just like it didn't work out the first time let me come on back the second time yeah. mm-hmm. um just like no i don't want anything but your company and so we went out and then in the course of re-dating is when the whole car situation happened. So yeah. and that yeah. was and look, and that 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 checked a huge check mark that you didn't even know that you had on the list when she went right. out and put that fire out and right, right. Like, yeah. She was SWAT team material back then. The SWAT team material back then, Quincy. Yes, she was. So what year was that? That was two thousand that was 2012. Wow. That was 2012 when that happened. Yeah. So we dated, um, we eventually moved in together Mm -hmm. and that was the time Grey's Anatomy. I thought it was, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, she was living in Orange County. I was living in LA. So Long Beach is the happy middle point. So that's how we ended up in Long Beach. Uh, Fast forward, get engaged, get married. We have a beautiful ceremony. We did destination wedding. Yeah. Girl, listen, I ain't going to have you talk about that without me showing the video. <laughs> Girl, that, listen, this is Pride Month. We're going we gonna to show how prideful y'all were, okay, in this beautiful, beautiful wedding. Uh, Janora's um, anniversary was three days ago, J- June yeah. 17th. June 17th. This was the destination wedding uh, video that she's talking about. Check it out, you guys. And we'll talk about it on the other side. Okay. Of their bond 
and of their love. And it means so much to Janora and Layla that we are all here for this moment. God, our Heavenly Father, we come to you, thanking you for this moment, this occasion, this special event with these special people. I ask that you hear the words of my mouth and the meditation of my every heart here. shots come on with the drone shots that just looked like a good time it was a good time that was, was a good time, time. Uh, it was um a, a true celebration of love mm -hmm. again which transcends all yeah and and what a blessing to have such a tribe to surround mm -hmm. us uh, that whole weekend it was great it was really nice great. nice well like so now since since you've you know been married what what does pride month mean to you how you know how important is it you know because you have your own journey of coming from your small circles i mean i don't know it seemed like you went straight to jet magazine but <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the loudest behind the scenes quiet not out person i've met but <laughs> but you know what has pride you know month or meant to you all of these years since you've been married to your wife and you know uh what, what, what can you say to others about it how important is it to celebrate um love regardless of gender it really becomes more important than ever quincy because i recognize that there's so much that we take for granted i am married to an amazing person who happens to be a strong badass woman <laughs> i know that that privilege was just recently federally granted um not that long ago and mm -hmm. that with this whole we talked about a little bit earlier the whole mm -hmm. putting things back to the states there's some states that don't want to see us married mm -hmm. so as much as pride is about yes see us we are celebrating because mm -hmm. that is definitely a component. The other component, which I think needs to be the 51%, if not more, mm -hmm. is we still got to fight. It's not over. It's just mm -hmm. not uh, kumbaya. Now we're married. Now we can get married. It's the law of the land. No, we still got the Equality Act that hasn't even passed yet. Mm. And, and, and not even that. That's just talking about the privilege we have as Americans. There are still, mm -hmm. a, there are a 
third, a third of the countries in the world, it's still illegal to be married. And mm -hmm. some of those countries, the punishment is death. Wow. Like, so it, when you think about it in that context, it's really mm -hmm. difficult to celebrate the whole month when you know that there are people who legitimately just want to be who they are. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I just don't want to forget about them during this. Yeah. Period. You know, and to me, you represent like two things because you both are, you're interracial. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the marriage act that passed Layla and I actually, this past December, mm -hmm. Layla and I, got a chance to watch the signing of it as part of the crowd in 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 the the lawn of the white house look and at y'all yes you are right we represented both as a same-sex couple and both as an interracial couple and i know I that was not illegal just that being was interracial like, that's 1970 i think was the <laughs> case and that 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 doesn't that wasn't like eons ago mm-hmm it's still in our lifetime. And I think we are so easy to forget when yeah. we grow up and, and we see many interracial couples. And I think living in California, you get skewed as well, at least Southern California, because there's still some parts of California that aren't as progressive um, mm -hmm. that might look like yeah. right. <laughs> some parts of the South. Yeah, um, some parts, yeah. We don't, like you said, we don't want to make it be a monolith. Uh, yes, but... Um, that I take for granted because we're not the only interracial same-sex couple on the block. Mm -hmm. At first it was like, wait, this is our block. <laughs> but it's a beautiful thing to see more people like you. But I know that it, that's just a small example of, of other things that are going on in the world. Now I will say my wife has come home with me ever since we've been together. Home is a very important place for me and mm -hmm. I'm not going to separate home from who I love. And, and it's, it's all one. We have never had a bad time in North Carolina. The, the places yeah. that we've gone, I feel like it's, I don't know if it's just been in the love bubble, but even when we go to the grocery store outside the love bubble, <laughs> I don't I don't feel like we've gotten That's it. great. That is, that is wonderful. So that gives me hope too when I leave. I feel like this padded area of Long Beach, yeah. California with my wife. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that there's, there is light, but when you have bills on the table that don't say gay bill or oh all the anti-trans legislation yes. it's more important than ever to realize that that pride is still a fight pride started out as a protest so we don't need to ever lose that mm -hmm. wow so, oh my goodness you have come such a, a long way in a short time <laughs> tell me about it uh, i do think part of it is is being surrounded by so much love yeah. Um, yeah. And, and having an awesome partner. I wouldn't fight so hard to be so excited if, she, if it was a, not a positive relationship, but yeah. she's something that I am so honored to have in my life. I, I want to showcase that. And, and again, um, when it was during the time of me out kind of in kind of whatever I was doing in California that I didn't think the rest of the world would know each step mm -hmm. along the way when I was like, do I want to be a hypocrite in my life? Or do mm -hmm. I want to be a strong person? That that might have been the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, and chose to be a strong person and pushed enter on a, I don't know, a tweet or a post of some sort. Mm -hmm. You don't understand the love I got back from strangers who oh. were like, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. uh, I see you and your girlfriend maybe at the time or you and mm -hmm. your wife and, and you've given me so much 
hope. Mm-hmm. So that's really what it's about. I feel like our lives are our art. Mm. And I want to live my life in such a way that I, I leave some beauty and positivity in a way that has nothing to do with me. So instead of, of, of what can I get, it's what can I give? And, and I think the hesitation for a lot of people way back in the day to push enter on a text or a tweet about who they were as a person was mm-hmm. oh, they're not going to hire me or they're not going to like me, but mm-hmm. I like that is such a small place to play in. And that's not what our lives are about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been so much greater to, 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 to see or to feel these people who, might be looking at me that I don't know that I feel like I've helped in some way just by showing up. Just by showing up, showing up black, showing up female. Yeah. Showing up articulate, showing up Southern. You know, like all all of it matters. And also being able to say, hey, yes, it it may not be what my mother and father um, dreamt from me, but they embrace me the same and embrace my my wife. And look at that beautiful um, wedding that you guys had that just showered, just looked like it just was filled with love. Yeah, and I think that's important to share too, because yeah. everybody's story is not the same, but it gives hope that it can. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And my mom and my dad both walked me down the aisle. So that come was on. something very special. Yeah, they both did. Now, what made you come up with that decision? Because usually it's just the daddy. Well, my mom is important to my life, too. So and since it's all non-traditional, let's just (laughs) let them them both be there on my arms. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Hey. Um, continuing from from this, because I know that you had asked me this probably 30 minutes ago. (laughs) But the, the part about the component of my wife being a, a cop and then the yes. this is now we, we've been married. We got married. Beautiful ceremony sent off with so much love, still surrounded by love. Um, so how do you deal with now this component where the world is like, yo, you got cops on one side and, and black folks on the other. What side are you going to take? I said before that. I use the word challenge um, as interracial relationships, the challenges, but I'd like to change that as I approach this new area of differences and and see it as an opportunity instead Mm -hmm. of just a challenge. I feel like what happened with me and my wife during the height of Black Lives Matter, I would hope for the world because we have lost the art of civil discourse. Mm. It was really important for me to listen to things that my wife said, because I got to go to sleep with you and I need to make sure that I still want to be in this relationship because some of the things that issues that were brought up are really part of who I am to my core. I I do not take being a black woman lightly at all. That is who I am. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about that, officer? (laughs) But in me asking that question, it's not, well, she better say it like I, I feel like she should say it or she bet not say, or um, cutting her off before she can even say what she's gonna say. It was, I really wanna listen to this answer. Mm-hmm. I really wanna have this open space for me to, I don't know, like really hear you and understand yeah. you. Um, and we don't have that, Quincy, in this world. It's either yeah. in your echo chamber and that is mm-hmm. it and that's who you roll with and, and, and your 
thoughts are going to continue to get more narrow because there's no one challenging it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if somebody does challenge you, defriend or, or whatever people do to cut folks off, you cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, but we represented this truly, truly a bridge. Now, granted, do we always get across this bridge where we skipping and holding hands? Yeah. And there was some right. really rough times and moments okay. on both sides, but mm-hmm. it was just space for us to learn and to really be compassionate and open-minded um, to mm-hmm. really discuss these critical life world issues mm-hmm. that are still plaguing us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it was a tough time, but it was a, a true learning lesson okay. of, of, of so many things and so many things that I would like to see go out there in the world in terms of how we communicate about important matters. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing that that stood out the most. You know, even if you weren't gay and you were married to a white man who was a police officer, like Mm -hmm. I would have the same question, you know? So the fact that you were married to a white woman who was a police officer and we were all in this pandemic, we were not just in a pandemic, we had all of these social injustices going on and, you know, that's her job. And also what is her viewpoint and how does that sit well with you as a black woman? So when I was talking to you about praises, that was the questions in the back of my mind for, I'm going to interview uh, Janora again. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will find a time where she can hop on. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good to be, con- to be continued. But at least I got your love story. At least I got, you know what I mean? The reason why you feel important that uh, Pride Month should be celebrated, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, putting a face with us with with the South and a let me, let me show this family again. Look at this beautiful family. Look at, look at this family. You know what I'm saying? You listen. You 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 are, you a trailblazer out here in these internet streets and these global streets because hey, you're human just like everybody else, and and you went through it, but. That little girl got to grow up and be whoever she wanted to be. Whoever she wanted to be. Whoever she wanted to be. And so, again, I thank my family for that, mm-hmm. um, for, for that unconditional love and for that strong foundation to, to be able to dream as big and, and go as big, whether it's big career-wise yeah. in this world or, or heart-wise and who I love. Like, it, it, I knew I was going to be okay. Well, I got a few, um, before I have a few little lightning round questions, but uh, you got anything coming down the pipeline that we need to know about, Miss Actress? Oh, yeah. I got a Toyota commercial coming up soon. Can't Come on. about that, but it is a national commercial. So no matter where you're watching this, you can see me super oh, okay. excited about that. Um, it's yeah, for their yeah. event, so it should be a great spot. Nice. In terms of... Um, movie. I am in this movie, this Christmas movie coming up on Disney Plus. So that'll be in the fall. Look out for that. It's called Dashing Through the Snow. Starring oh, Disney. So excited about that as well. So those are the two big things I got cooking right now. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And are you got are you and your wife still doing um the cashmere and gold? You know what? We're so busy that we, we really just do it for friends now. Um, for, for the most part. But if you ask us then we love to show up 
uh, her, yep, on her ones and twos that are gold. She is DJ 24K. She has earned that very well in terms of her DJ. Okay, Bruno Mars. Okay. <laughs> and which was one of the songs in our first dance. For real? Wow. So appropriate. So appropriate. And so I want to know, I have a few like little lightning round questions. Okay. Tell me like which one of you goes with one or the other, you know? Like, okay. Is, yeah. Texting or talking? Are you more the talker or the texter? Which one? You know what? I'm more of a texter. Layla's more of a talker. What? I wouldn't think so, but she's more of a talker. Okay. Now, so in, in, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, girl. On the stage or in like big arenas, I'm the talker. But behind closed doors, it is Layla that's the talker. And I'd just rather text. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed. I would have guessed the opposite. Um, favorite day of the week? For me, it's when I wake up. Come I, on. Come on with the gratitude. It, it, that's the truth. So much, again, we take for granted. I mean, there. Mm, yeah, I can think now who's been lost in the last year in my life. Yeah, so if, if the favorite day of the week is the day I wake up. I love that. I love that. Layla might say the weekend for her, go Because okay. <laughs> You know you gotta you know you gotta fill in for her favorite yeah. holiday. My birthday. Ooh, when is your birthday? And Christmas. My birthday, <laughs> July eighth. It's coming up. Girl, you a Cancer too? Oh, you too, Quincy. Yep, I'm a Cancer. July nineteenth. July nineteenth. All right. Nice. Your right. in the building. I knew there yep. was a connection. <laughs> yep. Yep. I just I just think it's important to celebrate ourselves like yeah. and, and our own personal new year of who we see ourselves being and, and who and celebrate who we've been up to this point so I, I i love birthdays just for that reason amen i'm with you on that one i'm a birthday person too okay uh, morning person or night owl which one of y'all oh, i'm a morning person layla is a night owl if I'm on the couch and it's eight o'clock, you might catch me sleep. <laughs> but when the sun is up, I'm up. And okay. Love the mornings. I feel like it's the time where the day hasn't started and it's like anything can happen. Mm -hmm. So, what, what's 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 the uh, most uh, celebrated date of this month? Juneteenth, Pride Month, or your wedding anniversary? Oh. Well, I did go to the Juneteenth concert. <laughs> you did. I did. And on our anniversary, my wife actually had a, a party uh, for, oh. uh, for 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 Rolexes and first responders and cigars. <laughs> so it was more about her, but um, it's okay. I'm as as a partner, I'm always in support of, of I love that. my wife. So that's what we did. And wedding anniversary, it happened on our wedding anniversary. Okay. That nice. party, but we usually, we usually, I, I think Pride Month. It, now, that's not true. Pride, Pride, Pride Month. I don't like to se separate things so much because they all exist. Yeah, and they all mean something. And they all mean something. But mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say for the whole month we probably go harder for Pride. Okay. But that does not mean I do not love my people. And <laughs> I'm making it a federal holiday. I was there. I promise. You better give it up for Juneteenth. <laughs> we just got it recognized. 
Now, who's the get it done first or wait until the last minute person? Hmm. We might be both wait to the last minute people. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go for both. Wait to the okay. last minute. Breakfast food or dinner food? We are both dinner food. Okay. What is each other's love language? Layla is gifts all day. She, she, that is her language. That's what she speaks. She likes the fancy things. I never saw a fancy thing till we got married or till we started dating. You know, I grew up at the youngest of four. I'm yeah. Product of hand me downs. But Layla, yeah. in her defense, she definitely grew up tough. Well, a, a different kind of tough, but um, I, she has learned like that is her favorite hobby or the fine mm-hmm. things. And she does it so well. She knows how to put together an outfit. She is. Yes. So gifts. I'm gifts, for, gifts for Layla. What about can, you? Gifts and touch are hers. Okay. Gifts and touch. My words of affirmation mm. and service Okay. Acts of service, yes. Okay. Are you an optimist or realist? Is she an optimist or a realist? She's a realist. I'm the optimist. Okay. Yeah, that one's easy. <laughs> and look, this this final one has nothing to do with Pride Month. It ain't got nothing to do with y'all too. It ain't got nothing to do with acting. It's got to do with how much I love Whitney Houston. Um. <laughs> What is your favorite Whitney Houston song and movie that she was in? Well, I think Saving All My Love For You is my favorite, Ooh. I think. And of course, it's The Bodyguard. And Layla and I love to do um, themes when it comes to Halloween. And one of the ones in the pot that's coming up, she's going to be Kevin Costner and I'm going to be Whitney Houston. Ooh. I can't wait to see those pictures. It's actually a reflection of a part of her real job. So her division in LAPD before she was SWAT, or it's still part of the division she's in, but she was on the dignitary protection detail. And she actually protected uh, Kamala Harris when she was our senator. So no that's, way. That's, and we are going back to D.C. for the second time to attend the Pride uh, reception uh, put on by Kamala Harris at her residence. Come on. Yeah, so super excited and proud and honored uh, for that. Mm -hmm. And we were, we did the same thing for the White House last year. We were able to attend this year. We weren't for for the official pride ceremony at the White House. But Mm -hmm. the the special connection my wife has with Kamala Harris as her own Kevin Costner. I'm not putting out there that there was any But that that was what she did as a job. And because she's such a badass, she was put on Kamala's detail. And um, wow. so you didn't met the VP. I didn't met the VP. And she is an amazing human being. She's wow. always wow. been very kind. Um, and I am thrilled that we get a chance to go back next week to be part of her pride reception that she has at her. Residence at the vice president's residence. Nice, amazing. Well, any final words? This has been a wonderful conversation. You just shared all your business. <laughs> There's still a couple more chapters, but I, I just again, no, I, I, know. <laughs> I appreciate you, Quincy, and and again, um, this amazing platform that you have created to share stories and put more love and creativity out there and connection out there in the world. 
thank you for recognizing pride as a, a, a point of power and connection and importance to, to talk about. Thank you for finding me as an example of someone who's out and proud and talks a lot. <laughs> Can, can come up with that. Makes it, look, that makes it easier for me. I can just sit and listen. Man, <laughs> don't let me go on and on. But um, I, for, for people out there, I think it's really important when it's a platform that does reach all audiences. Again, the platform mm -hmm. I was so super uh, proud to stand on right away was a very gay platform. But I think, and I think, platforms that also speak to allies or can tap mm -hmm. into our ally communities. Yeah. Super important because allies are important. We are not in this fight alone. It really takes all of us, mm -hmm. especially again, as legislation is coming across the, 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 in, in DC Chuck's and in state capitals yes. that have everything to do with not honoring who someone mm -hmm. is as a person or who someone loves. Yeah. Um, and for people who still can't get down, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. so come, you know, I'm not, I'm not out here to force anything on you, but what mm -hmm. I can share that maybe would speak to somebody that's just like, I still don't get it. Do no harm. Like if you don't get it, don't get it at home, but don't deny my right to exist or my mm -hmm. right to so yeah. don't bash on me. You if you know what you don't get being gay. You don't like being gay. Then you don't be gay. But don't <laughs> stop me from being my best self or being who I am in this world. And I think that's really important too. Mm -hmm. um, and I say that especially again for the trans community because I feel like again, gay people are getting a, a bit more used to. But love to our trans brothers and sisters um, and non-binary folks because yeah. I think that that's again an area people don't get. Mm -hmm. When making decisions, bring everybody to the table, including compassion. Bring that to And if you leave that table and you still like, I don't get it. I, mm, I don't know. I just think they need a therapist versus something else. Mm -hmm. Then keep that. Just keep that opinion. That's fine. But do no harm. Don't mm -hmm. block. Don't block someone from being who they are in this Amen. world. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Because guess what? At the end of the day, we're all human. We sure are. Mm hmm. And I think it's the powers that be in some way that purposely find ways to disconnect us, to divide us. Because mm -hmm. when you divide and conquer, we we too busy talking about mm -hmm. small stuff when they walking away to the bank <laughs> with some stuff that we don't even see that's going on behind the scenes because we're too too busy arguing about gay, arguing about you know mm -hmm. other things. And and again, not to say that these issues aren't important, but, but I feel like when you come from, just like you said, Quincy, we are all human. Amen. Let, let that squash some of this. Listen, that, that's the foundation of everything. And I think like I've heard Whoopi Goldberg say many, many times what you said, if you don't want to be it, if you don't understand it, then just don't be that. Just like in, in Tennessee, I think that um, they have to, you can't go to drag shows. D don't go. Like you don't need a law. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> just don't go. Yeah. So I just love that, you know, you're speaking to the pride. Um, I think it's, you know, be because you're a black woman, you get what I'm saying? And and, and you're in an interracial relationship with a cop. I ain't going to never forget the cop part. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to never forget the police part because I think that dynamic is, is, is huge in our country. And for it to be so loving, for you to talk about how you have discourse, you may not always agree, 
but you're willing to listen and learn and grow. How, how dope is that? So those kind of messages need to be said loud and often. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Girl, let me give you the tambourine before you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you just do a quick drop? The last drop that you did for me on the last interview, girl, all, all you heard was me coughing. You heard me coughing in the background. I was coughing up lungs. I said, Lord Jesus, let me uh, see if I can get her to do another one today. So just your name and you're watching Quincy on Studio Q and whatever else you want to say or whatever else you got coming up. All right. Um, I'm Janora McDuffie and you are watching Quincy on Studio Q. Boom, bam. You oh, did that. Boom. Bam, you did it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tell your wife. One day in the future, we'll have to all go live again, and and she could tell her side of the um, story. Yeah, and and she's she's got a great story too. Uh, as the second woman again ever to be on the SWAT team, not only did she make it as a woman because they didn't change nothing number of pull ups, push ups, but it's not just about a physical thing. She's got to be a sharpshooter. She's got to be a quick thinker. She's also forty. Did it at the age of forty-seven. She was the oldest person in her wow. class. Yes, held it down. And my wife is five foot two, so small she's and little. Oh. Man, I'm telling you, she is wow. amazing. She might. Yes. So what she had to overcome on many levels mm -hmm. is, is just amazing. And again, I'm yeah. just so proud of her and honored to be with her. I love that. And she protected the VP of the she nation. VP of the nation. In fact, Kamala Harris gave us a wedding gift. No way. Yes, she did. My vice president gave y'all a wedding gift. Look at this. So this is this is when she was a senator. It's a beautiful vase. It's that says United States Senate. And on the back, it is inscribed. Yeah. And it's got Janora and Layla, June 17, 2017. Best wishes. Doug and Kamala. What? Kamala. Yes. So so it's just again, I want to dedicate this to my wife. <laughs> no, but, but Wait, that's do you have a do you have a picture with her? Um, well, the picture we I have well, I'm just saying you can DM it to me so I can I can edit it in. Oh yeah. So when I do like, a short or a clip. This one uh only printed out one. This isn't the most recent, but this is from the MLK parade. Look at um, there. COVID. Look at Kamala Harris. Yep. And she was representing her pink and green. I'm actually a woman of crimson and cream, but we can all get along. But y'all still in a sorority. Y'all still in a black sorority. Oh, fine, absolutely. Yes. We weren't letting that get in the way. <laughs> and, 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 and I'll tell you about this. So this is when Layla was protecting her in the parade. And I was walking on the sidelines, you know, being supportive of my wife. And Layla said, ma'am, that's my, I just wanted to point out, that's my wife. Kamala said, Vice President Harris said, oh, that's your wife, bring her over. So I got a chance to go over the tape and come and meet her and hug her on the parade route. That's the warm welcome that I, I was trying to describe when I think of her. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh my and it's God, thank you for sharing. Uh, since then, so yeah. And again, you got the same response from her since then. Yeah, so it wasn't like that that first time, and mm -hmm. it's the only time. Even and, and that was when she was our state senator, 
But even now as a vice president, when we went last year to her residence for the pride ceremony, mm-hmm. it was the same, like, no, come, come behind the tape. Let me give you a hug. How y'all doing? So I, I, I love the comment. Listen, I did not listen. I did not know that part. That just yeah. makes this extra special. Wow. Yeah. So dope. Yeah. So I will, um, I'll, I'll check in with you and let you know how next week goes. Okay. That's yeah. Just let, just let, girl, okay. just let me know. I'm flexible. I'm a content creator. <laughs> okay. I'm on these internet streets. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for your time. Thanks for sharing your story once again. And um, I'm just always wishing you more positive energy and more more jobs, even bigger than the Oscars, like just Mm -hmm. more amazing moments for you to shine um, and doing what you do, doing what you love to do, which is being an artist, being an actress. So continued success. I appreciate that. I received that. Thank you. Yay. All right. Thank (laughs) you so much, Denora. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Let me remove her from. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, It's always a joy to talk to Janora McDuffie. Like she's amazing. Um, I'm so uh, happy that she like shared her story. I appreciate all of you guys. You know, I'm bad with the comments when I'm talking live because I'm just focused on that person, but doesn't mean I don't appreciate you coming through. So uh, Jennifer Bliss said, uh, make sure you uh, hit that like button and share this live out. You know, we need the algorithms to know we heal you know, and I started a new page, you guys. So, you know, all the love is welcome. Um, Yeah. So thank you so much. And um, I'll be going live tomorrow and Thursday. Catch me on Whitney Wednesday on my For the Love of Whitney page and catch me right here again on Thursday, same time, 530 to 630. If you listen to this on the podcast, thank you for listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. If you're watching this on Facebook, shout out to you for watching. Thank you so much. And if you're watching this on Soul TV, I appreciate you watching. We have to celebrate Pride Month. And we did it with a black woman. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Talk to you soon, you guys. Peace.